Yo, what is up, everybody? We're back with another episode of Throwdown Sports. This is a podcast where we keep you informed, updated, and we discuss everything that's happening in the sports world. So today, we're getting started with the NBA because we have had these playoffs that just keep getting better and better. The Nuggets and Lakers were took on each other last night. Denver Nuggets actually got the win 114-106 to over the Lakers. So that is now that means that it is now 2-1. Lakers are in the lead. So we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see what happens with that series. Our MVP for that game was LeBron James scoring 30 points, 11 assists, 10 rebounds, all that in 37 minutes. LeBron James getting another triple double, yet another triple double for LeBron James. Absolutely insane. Our other games, well, actually the only other series going on right now is the Celtics versus Heat. And this series has so far been my favorite series in these NBA playoffs. Absolutely insane. Miami got the win 112-109. It's just, I feel like every single game, it's come down to like the like really close. It's been so suspenseful. The entire series has just been awesome. So he ended up getting the win 112-109 though. So that means they're up 3-1 in this series. And I'm going to call it, I'm thinking that this series is going to be over. But you never know. Maybe it's not over. So for the Heat, Jimmy Butler was your MVP. And he scored three points. Three, uh, 24 points, 3 assists, and 4 rebounds. But also, I do want to point out that Tyler Hero also had 37 points. He did not win the MVP, but uh, I'd want to... The honorable mention for Throwdown Sports is MVP. Honorable mention. Tyler Hero is slowly becoming one of my favorite players in the NBA. Okay, so we're going to dive right into our big headlines for today because something weird has been happening with the Chargers and Tyra Taylor. It... A Los Angeles Chargers team doctor accidentally punctured, quarter, punctured quarterback's Tyrod Taylor's lung before kickoff on Sunday while trying to insert a painkiller injection into his cracked rib. So he was already hurt, and the doctor just seemed to make it very, very worse. So <laughs> very interesting there. So I guess so. Uh, Justin Herbert unexpectedly made this start, and... He actually played very good against the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm not even going to lie to you. Yeah, so for Justin Herbert's very unexpected and strange NFL debut, he actually played outstanding. I really liked what I saw from Justin Herbert. He didn't play outstanding. He threw for 311 yards, one touchdown, and an interception. But going against the defending Kansas City Chiefs, he he battled them. He we they went into overtime. Chiefs ended up getting the win, twenty three to twenty. But still, Justin Herbert playing at a very very good level. I really like what I saw from him against the best team in the world right now. Debatable, debatably the best team in the world right now. Anyway, we're moving on to our other big headlines because we have had so many injuries in week two. It was insane. I'm gonna I, if I went over every single injury that happened in week two. This would take forever, so I'm going to go over the big ones and the most impactful ones. So coming at number one, we have Nick Boza from the San Francisco 49ers who tore his ACL, and he is officially 100% out for the rest of the season. I feel so bad for Nick Boza, but not as bad as I feel for Saquon Barkley from, New York, from the New York Giants who also tore his ACL, and he is 100% out for the season. I feel so bad for Saquon Barkley because, of course, last year, as we all know, he suffered a lot of injuries. I don't know. We'll see what happens. He is out for the season. I don't know if he'll come back the same. I feel very bad for him. Anyway, moving on to number three, we had Christian McCaffrey from the Carolina Panthers, who has a high ankle sprain, and he will be out for four to six weeks. So I have McCaffrey on my fantasy team, and I my team is I, I was already two and zero, oh, 
and, and now um, it's not looking good for my, for my fantasy team. <laughs> Henry's best team is not looking good. So other impactful injuries with Jimmy Garoppolo from the San Francisco 49ers, who also has a high ankle high ankle sprain. It is unclear when he will be back, but he will definitely miss several weeks. So that is going to do it for our our main injuries. There's there's a lot more. But let me remind you, there is a ton more, but those are the main ones. It's just crazy, absolutely crazy. But we're going to move on to our next segment. Our next segment for today's podcast is our weekly Instagram vote. If you don't know this, which most of you don't know, on my Instagram page at at Throwdown Sports, we hold weekly votes, and and it's very fun. So if you if you haven't voted, make sure you go check it out. We we do it every week, so every Monday we'll post out a vote. It's like what team will do better, uh, what player is better. So this week we had who is better, Trey Young or Jamal Murray, and fifty four percent voted for Trey Young. And only 46% voted for Jamal Murray. Very interesting. So definitely make sure to check out our next vote on the Instagram page. I will leave a link down in the description. And definitely make sure you check out our weekly Instagram votes. Anyway, on to our next segment. Yay! Our next thing that we're going to talk about is very serious. So I'm just going to get right into it. On Wednesday, a grand jury in Kentucky invicted Officer Brett Hankins on his on the first degree sh- in a shooting in March that killed Breonna Taylor. There's two other police officers also fired shots into Taylor's apartment, but neither were invicted. Taylor's death on March 13th came as Louisville, uh, Kentucky police officers went in to, to search Taylor's apartment as part of a Narcus investigation. Taylor, who was black, was not the target of the investigation and had no criminal record, zero criminal record at all. Since then, Taylor, along with George Floyd and, Jaco- and Jacob Blake, have become the center of the social injustice in the Black Lives Matter movement, including athletes, franchises, and leagues across the sport. The Their reaction has, the way that they have used their platforms has been insane. So through the NFL, through the NBA, WNBA, it's all crazy that how they have been using their platforms to talk about this, and it is, they all want justice so much. So here is what Mike Malone, uh, the head coach of the of the Denver Nuggets, had to say. Take a listen. Coming up our staff meeting, heading into our team meeting, TJ, when uh, when the news was kind of breaking uh, out of Louisville. Uh, I know that Jeremy Grant and our team has probably been the one player that has spoken out publicly the most on uh, Breonna Taylor's case. Um, I know that two of the officers uh, were not charged. The one was charged, I think, uh, for wanton endangerment, I believe is what they label it as. And then I did see something that I have to get some clarification on that the attorney general made a mention of that this was not a no-knock warrant, which I've been led to believe all along that it was. And I just put myself in Brianna Taylor's boyfriend's shoes. If I'm in my house, I'm in my apartment or whatever I'm living in, and somebody breaks into my house at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to feel like somebody should not be there. Uh, So it's it's, it's, it's tragic. I know that there's a curfew been in place. Wes Unsell's family is from Louisville. He's got a lot of family down there. And when I think of that case and the tragedy of of those police officers getting off, it also makes me think a lot closer to home and, uh, and Elijah McClain and his case in Aurora, Colorado and how. Yeah. All around just crazy stuff happening all around. And this, this whole thing is crazy. And there's been other, other athletes spoken out just as I was saying, quote unquote, from 
the Houston Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson says, quote unquote, it's just crazy. He said that on Wednesday. It's it really is. It's all so, so crazy. But anyway, we are going to move on to our next segment. Yay! Okay, our next Monday night football matchup cannot get any better than this. I cannot lie to you. It cannot get any better than this. It's the defending Super Bowl championship team against a team that has won 14 straight regular season games. Or maybe it's a preview of the AFC title game, a matchup many to ex- had expected to see last January. Didn't happen. Texan or or Titans, we know what happened there. But most of all, surrounding Monday night's game between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens is directed at the quarterbacks. The 2018 NFL MVP, Patrick Holmes, of course, and the 2019 MVP, Lamar Jackson. When these two quarterbacks are on the field, magic happens. It, it's magic happens. It's crazy. We these two teams are so good. Both quarterbacks are so talented. We've seen what Lamar can do, and we've seen what Mahomes can do. It's crazy. When we have two, when we have two superstar quarterbacks like this, it is going to be a fun game. So my prediction, I am going to have to take the Kansas City Chiefs over the Ravens, and I'm going to. I'm, it's going to be high scoring. No, medium scoring, because both these defenses are fairly good too. Actually, really good. I'm going to say Chiefs over Ravens, 24-14. to 14. We'll see what happens. Mahomes last season led the Chiefs to their first NFL championship since 1970 and won the Super Bowl MVP. Jackson guided the Ravens to a 14-2 regular season record last year, set the league mark for, for most rushing yards by a quarterback, and he's just awesome. They're both awesome. Baltimore's Baltimore closed the regular season with 12 straight wins to earn the top seed of the AFC, but bowed out, of course, Tennessee Titans. We know what happened there. Let's let I'm ready. Who is ready for some football Monday night? Let's get excited, everybody. But for now, we're moving on to our next segment. Yay! This is our last segment for today's episode of Throwdown Sports. And just when we thought 2020 couldn't get any worse, it did. It did by a lot. Just a couple days ago, Gail Sayers, legend Chicago Bear and star, a pro football Hall of Famer, died at age 77. He became the youngest player inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1977 at just 34 years old. Gail Sayers is, is he's, he was a, a great player, but an even better, just an even better guy. He, Gail Sayers was named to four Pro Bowls, he was, he was also named Offensive Player of the Game three times. He was selected first-team All-Pro five times and was named NFL Comeback Player of the Year in 1969 after tearing his ACL and MCL in his right knee. He did all of that after his career was cut very short due to lots of injuries. He's finished his career with almost 5,000 rushing yards, 40 touchdowns, and an average of five yards per carry. And he's considered... Definitely one of the greatest players of all time. In in most cases, he is definitely top three, top five running backs of all time. Absolute insane player. Better guy. 2020, they just keep taking away legends from us. But anyway, that is going to do it for this episode of Third On Sports. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I'm Henry. Peace out, everybody.